0: Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty, And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch this.
1: Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. <laughs> did it yay yay
0: forgive us this is our
1: second episode tonight we are so lit so lit it's a sunday night at 10 15 so we're making some poor choices but yeah nothing matters it's
0: it's okay we have we are women who have it all
1: i have whiskey so i feel like i have it all
0: well (laughs) whatever
1: (laughs) um so today we're here to talk about a topic that I think was scheduled for early June. Yep. Close enough. Uh, yeah. It's now mid-October, so that's the same. The tricky part is going to be talking about a movie that I watched in early June <laughs> for this year podcast <laughs> today.
0: That's right. I forgot that you actually watched yours in time. Yeah. This was when <laughs> Kiersey quit the
1: podcast. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) it was all fair, but this has been, it's been a while, so bear with me. But today we're talking about American Girl Stories. Yay! One of our favorite topics.
0: I don't know about yours, but I will say mine was a good one.
1: Mine was fascinating. Okay. It wasn't one of the classics, but I mean, they've got a brand, they stick to it. I feel like this is all just kind of a build-up to the American Girl story of our time, which will be Outlander season four, also. Yes. (laughs) Everything can be an Outlander episode if you try hard enough. (laughs)
0: It's a good one to just, like, slip in there.
1: Yeah, I watched Ivy and Julie 1976, available on Amazon for y'all to check out.
0: Yeah, Amazon seems to have picked up, like, several of these um, to produce as regular content. And it's really confusing how they have it set up, because they, ha- they like, refer to them as seasons with, like, individual episodes. But, like, so I watched Melody 1963, and she had, like, three episodes in a season, but then two of the episodes were just, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh. I, it was very confusing.
1: Is it like their
0: nomenclature doesn't work for movies? She was also in one of the seasons of the same series that Ivy and Julie were in. So they were listed as a season and she was listed as a season. Uh, And then there was like another season. And then they each had like three episodes.
1: So we haven't cracked the case of the American Girl Amazon deal yet, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, get it together, Jeff Bezos. I know.
1: I mean, I'm happy they're making them. They're not the worst content.
0: No, so far my overall feeling is like when my child's old enough for screen time, she could watch these. Be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong here. Yeah.
1: So which one did you watch again?
0: I watched Melody 1963.
1: Oh, so there's like a 13 year difference between ours.
0: Yeah. and. Melody's interesting compared to yours, I believe, because Melody is actually a doll.
1: I think this one is, too.
0: Oh, they are? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. But
1: Melody was a real doll before Ivy was.
0: Okay. Yeah, Melody's a doll with, like, the vignettes and the books and everything.
1: Yeah. I don't know how, like, fully fleshed out Ivy is.
0: So you said her name is Ivy?
1: Yeah. She might be a girl who can only do one.
0: Let's see. Oh, she is a doll.
1: Does she have a whole book series, though?
0: Um, we're about to find out. She was released in 2007. She was the only best friend to be released simultaneously with her historical character, Julie Albright. Mm-hmm. Ivy was retired in 2014. So I don't think she was her own doll. I think she was just a companion to Julie. Wow. Short shelf life for her. And then I think... Julie was the one who actually, like, had the stories and stuff.
1: Oh, because she was the white girl?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whoops.
1: No, in you're fairness, American Girl has been good about being inclusive. But, also, my point stands.
0: No, you're definitely not wrong. Julie is, like, the historical representative for this time period, and Ivy is just her friend.
1: Gotcha. So yeah. that's interesting because this movie is Ivy centric. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I can I can start. Go for it. This movie's called A Happy Balance, which is a play on words because Ivy is a gymnast. Oh. mm mm-hmm. I did note that the opening montage was consistent with what we had seen last time. With the leg drawing that becomes the thing.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, Which was important. And Ivy's beef, basically, is she's salty, that she has to go to Chinese school on the weekends, and her friend Julie doesn't. And her parents... Unclear, I don't remember because it's been a while. Either her parents or her grandparents are immigrants from China. Yep. (laughs) Chinese school. (laughs)
0: That's how that works. Generally.
1: (laughs) Yep. Uh, So she's like first or second or third generation, whatever she is. Uh, And she doesn't totally understand what it means to have, you know, care about your heritage outside of, you know, like being a kid, Mm -hmm. which is fair. Relatable, I suppose. Uh, so, you can tell from the beginning that her accessories are definitely gymnastics-related with her doll. <laughs> uh, she probably would have come with one of those more expensive sets that had, like, the leotard outfit, but then also had the balance beam, like, as a prop. So, it was, like, a little bit fancier. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, important things. So, her big dilemma is that her gymnastics meet is on the same day as Chinese New Year. And you'll appreciate this that in June, I wrote down, Can she have it all? (laughs) Oh no, she's so young to be a woman who has it all. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. There's this whole thing with her mom. Her mom is actually pretty great, like, as a Amazon made-for-TV movie about American yeah. girls, uh, and she has this whole talk about, like, let's just let her decide if she wants to go to the gymnastics meet or Chinese New Year and hope that she makes the right decision. Mm. Which, you know, decisions are hard, and that's, like, the whole point of this movie. <laughs> And what she ends up doing, I believe, I'm pretty sure, is she goes, she says she's not going to go to the gymnastics meet, and she goes to Chinese New Year, and then the whole family gets in the car and shows up to the gymnastics meet so that she gets to do both.
0: Aw, shit.
1: Which feels like an obvious solution all along, but they took a really long road to get there. Like, get you a
0: family that can do both?
1: Right. Uh, They had some 1976-related lines to throw in there to make sure you were grounded in your time period. Like, there's even one of the new Bicentennial Quarters! (laughs) That's a real reach. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what they were working with. I also wrote down that Ivy learns a lesson about immigration, and I'm not sure why. Oh, no. But but presumably that's in there somewhere, too.
0: (laughs) So it was like... So this movie is titled Ivy and Julie. Yeah. So what's Julie's role in all this? Julie's just a punk.
1: Julie is her white friend who has no responsibilities, and her parents are like, you can be free and do whatever you want. So... (laughs) Ivy always wants to be like Julie, and she's like, why can Julie do things, but I have to go to Chinese school? And that's, like, Julie's only role.
0: Gotcha. She's just there as, like, the contrast.
1: Yeah. And I think she, her and her family, I think there's, like, some drama with her parents, and they go to Chinese New Year at Julie's house. Nope, Ivy's house. And then she, like, goes to cheer her on at the gymnastics meet. Gotcha. But it's, like, pretty lightweight friendship stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, American Girl definitely can go harder on mm-hmm. friendship. This struck me as, like,
1: late season American Girl, however you want to take that. Like, this was not Felicity.
0: <laughs> Do you suppose it was just, like... Ivy's not the primary doll in the series, so they had to get Julie in there, because Julie is.
1: Maybe? I mean, I thought the story was interesting enough for, like, the cu- like the world of American Girl. Like, Julie uh-huh. was very vanilla compared to Ivy. Right. But... I don't know, like, why they made the choice of doing Ivy over Julie. I assumed that Ivy was the lead doll, but apparently not.
0: I mean, I only did a very cursory Google, but the way that Wikia talks about it (laughs) (laughs) makes me think that she is not the primary doll in that series. Mm. She does have a book, at least one, and it's called Good Luck, Ivy.
1: I think they just run out of material when they get closer and closer to present day, that they're like, what is this person's signature hardship?
0: Yeah. Uh, Good Luck Ivy is the companion book for Ivy Ling. It's considered an extension of the Julie series.
1: That's probably what this movie was. So yeah, I mean, the Samantha movie that I watched last time was more authentic American girl to me because it was a, like, original American Girl. Mm Mm-hmm. But this was fine. I would still, like, let my children watch it. Yep. Uh, it was a little long, but it still had... How long was it? I think, like, an hour and a half.
0: Dang. Mine was only 48 minutes.
1: I feel like this was a long, long movie. But (laughs) I would rather stick to, you know, my people from from 1995. Yeah. But you can't you can't have it all all the time.
0: You can't have it all all the time. Sometimes you indeed do not have it all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: that's what I watched. Huh. It's like I was expecting it to be a lot more.
1: Yeah, it was very
0: I think that's like what made it feel
1: funny to me is that it was so superficial. Where yeah. a lot of American girls are like, "Oh, I'm immigrating from Sweden to the United States, and I'm my friend might die on the boat." Yeah, or like I'm gonna liberate these children from like <laughs> child working whatever conditions in. I'm going mills. to
0: begin the entire American Revolution over a horse. With a a questionable alcoholic. (laughs) I'm going to save both a horse and an alcoholic and America.
1: Right. Like, some of these girls had real problems, and Ivy's over here like, I don't want to go to Chinese New Year when I have my gymnastics tournament. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is, like, a fair commentary on... These are modern times.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely girls out there who can relate to that. So, like, good on you, American Girl, for telling a relatable story. Yeah. I just... I would have thought that they would have, like, done more with it. They usually pack a lot in.
1: I mean, granted, it was a while ago. But, yeah, it didn't feel like it had as many layers as some of the other ones.
0: Uh... Did we know that American Girl dolls come with panties? Yeah. I did not know this. (laughs) And so I'm scrolling through a description of the things Ivy comes with. And there's a category called panties, which is alarming on its own, because that's a terrible word that should never be allowed. And she comes with chartreuse panties with a rainbow on the front. Wow.
1: I mean, when I had American Girls, they were just like white, like granny panties. But that was also 1993?
0: 1992? Yeah. Times have changed. (laughs) I still have all mine. I don't think I have my Samantha anymore. I had two. That I definitely
1: have, and we went through this whole thing <laughs> when I was, like, old enough to put my dolls away, where we vacuum-sealed uh-huh. all of their outfits in individual bags.
0: That's in really a... smart, though, because you're going to be able to give those to your kids, and they're going to be valuable. Right. So I have this huge, huge Tupperware at my parents'
1: house that's probably now going to have to come to my... <laughs> yeah
0: that's what you get for buying a house that's (laughs) the first thing that happens is all your shit has to come over
1: (laughs) yeah so there's a tupperware somewhere that has like hundreds of dollars of american girl shit in it
0: that's amazing i feel like i came across my samantha not so long ago but like i don't even know if that's real or not Mm. or like where she would even be
1: The wild thing is, like, what is valuable for American Girl stuff right now.
0: Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they sold these books that were, like, two feet tall, three feet wide, that you'd open up and they'd have a background. Huh. So you could, like, go through the Samantha backgrounds, and each book had its own, in her series, like, had its own background, and you could, like, make a setting out of it. And I have one. And those things are, like, a hundred bucks now. That's wild. Or, like, the books, if you have the whole set, are, like, a couple hundred, I think.
0: Huh. It's so weird. Is that because American Girl has been retiring various dolls? So they, yeah, like, don't sell new prints?
1: It's that and anything pre-Mattel. Uh
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, like, the patterns to make your own doll dresses, which I had, like, those are all worth money, too, apparently. That makes a lot of sense. So, I don't know who's buying all that shit, but, like, I might sell some of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My child doesn't need all of it. (laughs) I would, yeah, I would, like, wait and hold out until you have kids and then see, see where that one goes. I would save the books and the clothes. The real heartbreaker will be that you're going to save some of the, some or all of this shit for your kids, and then they're, for one reason or another, not going to be interested. <laughs> Correct. That's how that works, I think. It often is, indeed. So tell me about the movie you watched. Okay, so I watched Melody, 1963, and I think there might be more than one because of Like, I think they did all of her books, but the particular one I watched is called um, Love Has to Win. Sure. (laughs) And, like, so I picked this movie completely at random. Like, I was just scrolling through Amazon. We decided we weren't going to watch the same one. So I was like, well, I've already seen Mary Ellen, and this is the next one in, like, the oddly numbered season series. Mm -hmm. So I'll just watch this one. And this movie was made to put me on my bullshit. (laughs) Oh, no. So watch out, everyone. Oh, no. So we are going to talk about feminism, and we're going to talk about racism, and we're going to talk about police brutality, and the Klan. This is a bad time for me to
1: run out of whiskey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mediocre white people. Oh, boy. (laughs) And, like, part of why I'm surprised that your movie didn't go a little harder is because, like, in the first five minutes, her father is sitting her down and having, like, the talk that black children get about how to be, like, black in the world and avoid, like, police brutality. Oh, my. Like, we open with that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It is not here to mess around. And you know what? This movie was 48 minutes long and it's an American Girl movie made for Amazon. And it was good. It was good? I texted one of my friends who has no connection to American Girl. Um, As far as I know, she never had any of the dolls. She certainly was not aware that like the movies were a thing, let alone that there are current ones being made for Amazon. Yeah. And um, I often share child-friendly tidbits with her because she's a niece. But this like, touched on so many of the things that she and I spend a lot of our time on that I was just like holy shit let me tell you about this American Girl movie that I just watched as a 30 year old <laughs> woman having it all wow yeah so the first quote that I wrote down was from like I think it was like the first it, it's probably like the second scene so like the first five minutes or so and I don't remember why, but, like, the dad is talking to the to the little girl, and he says the moon might be a safer place for a black child than America. <laughs> so, anywho, Melody is probably, like, a 9 or 10-year-old girl living in Detroit in 1963. It's right in the middle of the Civil Rights Movement, and you learn later in this movie that it's about the time of the um, bombings in Birmingham. Yeah. So that's like the historical context. So it's still um, during Jim Crow and segregation. And Melody is this like spunky, quirky little girl who's really into costume making. Mm -hmm. Her mom is a seamstress and works in some kind of clothing factory. And Melody goes to a very newly integrated school. Um, Because Detroit had just implemented busing. Yep. So she's one of two black kids in this all-white school. And you find out that, like, that she's there because her mom, like, fought really hard to get her bused there because their neighborhood school is terrible Mm -hmm. because racism. So... You start with, like, a montage of her, like, pulling fun costumes out of her closet, and there's, like, a big robot costume and an astronaut costume and, like, other brightly colored costumes, and she's just sort of generally spunky. Um, and I wrote down, girl power as costumes. How else would you know she's spunky? <laughs> but, like, her parents are really sweet and really accepting of her, which I feel like is not always the case in, like, mm-hmm. girl power movies, but especially American Girl. Yeah. And her mom in particular is, like, one of my favorite mom characters in, like, a kid's movie. Wow. You know from the beginning that she doesn't really fit in, like, in her community because all of her friends in her neighborhood think that she's weird. Like, there's a scene where she's in, like, her astronaut costume and her friend says, you're in a space suit. You look crazy. And she goes, no, I look like an astronaut. (laughs) Um... And then she, like, runs away and can't play with them anymore. But okay. she doesn't fit in at her school because she's black and everyone's racist. Yeah. And so there's, like, all these scenes of, like, groups of white white girls bullying her. And there's, like, this other little white girl who, like, tries to come and be friends with her. But she's part of, like, a mean girl clique. And so, okay. like, the eight-year-old Regina George of that cl- clique keeps, like, coming over and being like, why are you talking to her? Yeah. So that's, like, a whole thing – And then also she has a mega racist teacher who goes on rants all the fucking time about the flag and respecting the flag. That feels a little heavy handed. I just, I don't know when this movie was made, but it is like (laughs) the most 2018 shit I have encountered in the year 2018. Wow. It's like her dad is constantly giving speeches about how dangerous it is to be black and how like, um, I- Couldn't figure out at any given time, like, what side he was on, where Mm -hmm. sometimes it felt like he was arguing that you have to be, like, really radical and, like, demand your freedom. And other times it felt like he was saying, like, the system is broken and working against us, and so just, like, put your head down and don't get shot by the cops. Yeah. And the mom was basically like, you need to go to a good school and get a good education, and then the world will be okay with you, or for you. And her whole thing is, like, the future's bright and I'm optimistic about the world you will live in. And dad keeps trying to tell the mom, like, that's a big mistake and you need to prepare her for how terrible the world actually is. hmm So, anywho, she and the teacher spend the whole movie having a whole thing about the flag. And the teacher at one point says, a true patriot does not question the pledge. Wow! Yep. Yeah. And then there's not really a plot other than, like, racism until... Towards the end of the movie, when the bombing – the church bombing in Birmingham happens, her mom – so there's, like – it's a complicated movie because there was a lot happening. (laughs) like, there were multiple, like, details and subplots to follow. It was – it reminded me a little of the Felicity movie where I I kept saying, like, I couldn't keep track of, like, what the story actually was and you suggested it might be multiple books. Yeah. I don't know if that's what was happening here because there was, like – a subplot about how her mom could have been a famous like concert pianist, but she's black and racism, and then there was this whole thing about the desegregated schools, and there's like a thing about police brutality, and there's like so many things. Anywho, <laughs> so after the Birmingham bombing, they decide her their church decides to hold a benefit, and her mom is going to play the piano, mm-hmm. and so that's sort of when like the whole plot starts to happen. Okay. And so Melody starts having, like, PTSD because she's, like, afraid the church is going to get bombed. Oh, boy. And she gets in trouble at school because in the midst of all of this, she starts having, like, an emotional crisis about racism Mm -hmm. and starts yelling at her teacher during the Pledge of Allegiance. (laughs) At which point her teacher says, you just committed the unconscionable act of interrupting the flag. What? What? And then kicks her out of the classroom and sends her to the principal and she gets suspended. Wow. And she starts, like, ask, trying to beg her mom to send her back to her neighborhood school instead of this white school because, like, the racism is too much for her. hmm And then ultimately, because of a bunch of inspirational stuff, um, she ends up joining her mom at the church. And then her teacher, like, is standing in the hallway after getting her suspended and has, like, this huge existential crisis about racism. And decides that she wants to be, like, a good white person. So she brings the entire class to this benefit at the church as, like, a field trip. Can you do that? Apparently. And then, like, a bunch of the kids start, like, complaining because they're tiny little racists and they didn't want to be at a black church. And so the teacher's like, she says something about how they don't have to be there and the field trip was voluntary from the beginning. So if they want to leave, they can go. And then she says, the heavens and I will both be watching. Mm. Wow. (laughs) Which I was like, not bad for like a racist teacher. (laughs) This is like a white conservative lady just doing her best.
1: Right. Um,
0: And then they all go to the church and um, the mom plays the piano and then Melody like is overcome by friendship and like the love (laughs) of the universe because all these like white people showed up and tried to be good. And then she sings a song and then there's like a lot of togetherness and she stays in her white school.
1: Wow. So all of racism is solved.
0: More or less, yeah. She did a lot to cure the racism.
1: I'm really impressed. It was wild. (laughs) It seems like a little ballsy for American Girl.
0: It really is. And, like, I got really nervous about 15 minutes in because I was like, who the fuck is on the production team? Because, like, this could really go (laughs) Right. A few different ways. Um, and so I watched the behind-the-scenes specials, and, like, pretty much most of the team was black women. So I, like, I felt good about that. Like, I felt like American Girl, like, did the right thing.
1: Yeah, without doing the right thing. With red filter.
0: <laughs> what was interesting about this movie is, like, like in many very appropriate ways. The white characters were the tokens and mm. they were just like two dimensional stereotypes that were there to like progress the development of the black characters. Uh huh. Which like felt appropriate and just and also really complicated for a kids' movie. <laughs> yeah. And it was so raw and so real. Like it's not sugar coated at any point. Yeah. I just, I feel like it. Would be an interesting film because I think it would force people to have to talk to their children about things that are Mm. happening in real time in this (laughs) world that we live in.
1: Do you know when this one was made?
0: Um, I can find out. I'm curious. Like, it was made in 2016.
1: Oh, so it was like kind of released in
0: 2016. Um, October 21st, 2016. Oh. Yeah, that was, what, three weeks before the election? Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. American girls saw it coming. (laughs) Uh, Yikes. So, yeah, all in all, I think it would actually be, like, a decent movie for adults to watch because I think it's, like, so honest in its presentation of these issues that it would be challenging for most particularly white adults to actually, like... Watch and be receptive to. Huh?
1: So, so what were her, like, what's her accessories?
0: Oh, that's a good question. A so she has like a, a little um, blue and green checker dress. Mhm. And I'm assuming at least one of her costumes, like probably the space costume. Uh, okay. I'm pulling it up so that I can tell you for real. <laughs> she really didn't have that many like outfits that seemed branded. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's what I feel like is not as American Girl as the other ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she had the blue and green checker dress, and she has, like, a little felt hat and a little clutch and, like, mm-hmm. sunglasses and some kind of political button, which I'm pulling up to read. Equal rights in 63 is the button. Wow, look at her go. Uh-huh. She has a blue t-shirt and a green pleated skirt so blue and green must be like her thing yeah um she also has a purple um out like shirt and dress combo that she definitely didn't wear in the movie mm. and she has a little floral dress that i don't think she wore in the movie but i could be wrong hmm and she actually has some like oh god i fucking love her christmas travel set <laughs> it's a little white Peacoat with fur trim and, like, a red purse. Ooh. She has some very retro furniture, like a retro table set. Yeah. And, like, a radio set and a microphone. So she's a podcaster. She's a podcaster. Yeah, she has a microphone and a keyboard, which I'm not really, like, from this movie sure why. <laughs> other than the fact that she sang one song because she's not presented as like a singer yeah oh my god she has a recording studio she has her own recording studio vignette so she is a podcaster yeah she is I kind of love it like I kind of want to get one and then I want to install a floating shelf above my studio and I just want to put it on display wow that
1: seems like a really good use of YNAB
0: it's Fantastic. Like I definitely have $250 just sitting there. $250? Around to spend $250 to I mean, spend on this vignette
1: to have
0: like a meta joke about podcasting.
1: It's pretty cool though. So she's living her best life. She's living her
0: best life.
1: It has a five star rating. Oh no, I'm in a weird place now. Oh no. <laughs> I had ventured
0: into the reviews section on com. Oh god, that's so scary.
1: People post their photos of their dolls in the space.
0: Oh, that's weird. Mm. The that, where where is this? Oh, here it is. <laughs> I I have to go to there. Oh, wow. Yeah. The best part is you can use more than one doll while playing with this amazing toy. great idea all kids dream of being a recording star (laughs) i love the color that the used to make this great product besides (laughs) that it is the perfect height to store you american girl room wow someone on here has a Or posted a review and has, like, a star above their account name that says top 10 reviewer. How much shit do you have to buy and review on American (laughs) Girl to be a top 10 reviewer? So much shit. Music being important in our household, I highly recommend this item. Sure, 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 sure.
1: Are you going to be the parent
0: who leaves reviews? Hell (laughs) no. I can't remember the last time I left a review on something. Uh... I think sometimes when I've bought stuff on Etsy, I sort of throw in a five-star review. Yeah. Without a comment. But I think – or I do that, too, with um, Airbnbs, but that's just because my reputation on Airbnb is very important to me. Right. Airbnb is different. Airbnb is different. I don't do product reviews, though. I don't really either. I still wish you made a real piano instead of the keyboard, but this fit the bill. We needed just fine. Wow. Wow. So many of these reviewers buy multiple things from American Girl. Of course they do. Like, what world is is that a thing? I mean,
1: I got a lot of things from American Girl. <laughs> I was a brat. <laughs> but I would make a list of, like, $10,000 worth of merchandise from the catalog uh-huh. that I wanted, and I'd get, like, two things. So I wasn't that much of a brat. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I got Samantha... The dress that she comes with her nightgown and that might have been it
1: i didn't get like this gratuitous stuff was like just coming out when i was phasing out of american girl yeah so like it was mostly the outfits for me
0: right yeah it, i feel like at the time like every doll had their outfit their pajamas or like and their formal wear and then like one vignette but not like a host of accessories.
1: Yeah, and it was usually, like, a bed and a closet to put the clothes... In. Like, it wasn't outrageous. I mean, it was, but it wasn't.
0: I mean, this is, like, she has a keyboard, a microphone, a recording studio, a birthday party set, which appears to be, like, a punch bowl and some glasses and a cake. Yeah. Uh, she has a dog.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone used to have six, like, themed sets, Yeah. For every book, but some of it would be, like, the punch bowl and the outfit, and that was enough. Oh,
0: gotcha. This has been
1: an adventure in American Girl Internet.
0: American Girl Internet is definitely not as wild as Outlander Internet. No. But still pretty wild. Wait, so did Melody have multiple books? Yes. Um, she has... No Ordinary Sound, Never Stop Singing, Music in My Heart, The Lady Slipper. (laughs) Never Stop, Never Stopping. (laughs) That appears to be all of the books. So I don't know where Love Must Win came from. I thought it was from a book. Because the woman who wrote the screenplay wrote all of the melody books as well. Hmm. And I could have sworn Love Must Find a Way was also a book. But I don't see it listed on the internet anywhere.
1: Oh, they really don't seem to make them in the same themes that they used to.
0: No, it's way more random.
1: Oh, I'm kind of sad. I loved the way the other ones are set up.
0: Well, I think because they're not, like, in any way standardized. Like, these come out of, like, a completely different line how the original dolls were set up. You know yeah. what I mean? I didn't phrase that well at all.
1: No, I know what you mean. They're, like, the knock-offs of the originals.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did
1: you know there was a Hawaiian
0: person from 1941? No. Yeah. Do you notice, though, as, like, if you look at the sidebar where it lists each of the dolls, the older dolls have, like, half the merch that the newer dolls do. Wow, Samantha has a whole new outfit. Oh, really? Like, Addie has 10, Felicity has 11, Josephina, who was new when I was facing out, had 16. Yeah. Wow, Samantha they all have new outfits.
1: <gasps> this is like a tragedy! Samantha? And they've rebranded the books! I'm upset.
0: Are you kidding Are these me? Are there different titles than they were before?
1: Yes, they've rebranded the books,
0: and there's only three now. Maybe that's why Love Must Find a Way isn't a recognizable title. Maybe it's the same story, they just did a bunch of shit. Wow, this is some bullshit. Are they
1: serious? Oh, they also make mini dolls now. They always had mini dolls. Oh, really? Well, since, like, the late 90s. Okay. I am, like, distraught about this. Are they serious? I think they are.
0: <laughs> why Why would you do this? The mini dolls are really freaky looking. I'm, like, not... Yeah. I got one and I didn't like it. Oh, they changed Felicity's dress. Yeah, they changed all the dresses and everything. It just looks like a bad maternity dress now. Yeah. Addie's
1: dress is close to the original, but not quite.
0: Yeah. Um, and Josephina. One of Felicity's books is called A Stand for Independence, and I definitely misread it as A Stan for Independence, <laughs> because it's 2018 and I'm dead inside. That's the same. <laughs>
1: Well, I think gunpowder and tea cakes is going to be a title of one of the Outlander episodes this season.
0: So, (laughs) the the Josephina dress looks the same as one of the dresses she had when she first came out. It does. I went to the Josephina launch party. Did you? It was in like Albany or some shit. Why? It was a birthday gift. No, why was it in Albany? (laughs) It's more my oh, (laughs) (laughs) beats the hell out of me. Wow. But yeah, it it was somewhere in Upstate, and I remember we had to leave, like, super early in the morning. Huh. I had, like, a matching dress. I think it was... I can't remember if it was a Josephina dress or a Samantha dress, but I had, like, an American Girl dress mm. that I got to wear to the event. That's
1: pretty pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm, like, really distraught
0: <laughs> about what they've done to American Girl. You know what's kind of thrown me off here is I don't see... Kristen, Kirsten, Kirsten. No, she's gone.
1: Did they slowly so
0: retire her? Kirsten is gone and Molly's gone. Molly, that's the other one I didn't see. I knew there was someone else who was missing. So are Addie, Felicity, and Samantha the only of the original originals? I think so. Like Josephina like low-key counts because she was like the first to be released after those guys. Oh no! <gasps> oh no. <laughs>
1: We have one who's like the worst millennial. Oh no. Or Gen Z. She's called Z Yang, and her tagline is I'm an imaginative filmmaker developing my own take on the world around me. Oh no. No one asked for this. I don't see her. Is she I in the I Be s-
0: forever line.
1: I slacked you. No, it's in the drop down. Why would they yeah. make a Gen Z doll? And there's Tenny Grant.
0: Wow. Nashville
1: star. Oh, we knew about Logan,
0: though. That's old. We did know about Logan. Oh, is Logan out now? Yeah. Not, like, out, but, like, the <laughs> merchandise. He may be out. I, he can be out. That's fine by me. We don't know. <gasps> what are these?
1: What are these? Oh, no. Go to the Dolls drop down and go to Welly Wishers. Oh, no. I hate this. This will be in my nightmares. What Welly are these? Wishers? what are these they're what? so scary
0: meet the welly wishers a sweet and silly group of girls who each have the same big bright wish to be a good friend that's like gendered in a really not fun way
1: they're horrifying
0: they all have the same like vacant stare like they could <laughs> steal your soul at any given time correct match the sparkle in her eyes with more on her ears I don't like them. This is some horse shit. Wow. This is like... This is bad American girl.
1: Yeah, it is. This was not a thing when we were Oh my god,
0: they have clear rain boots, and you get different colored... Like, different patterned socks, and then you can see them in your rain boots. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. This... It's like... This is the kind of stuff that's, like, gross. On
1: a positive note, their girl of the year is uh, a person who wants to be an astronaut and oh, land on fine. Mars. And Gabriela? she
0: seems pretty big into STEM. Because Gabriella likes dancing, painting, music, and all of the arts. Yeah, she's not as unique. <laughs> <laughs> Luciana, what are you into? Oh, cool. Oh, she's got purple hair. That's fun. Right? I like this.
1: She has a flight suit
0: and a space it, suit. It's tricky, right? Because, like... Oh, and she has, like, a Mars rover. Um, It's tricky because, like, you don't want to undervalue the, like, feminine coded stuff. But the Welly Wishers is, like, so far in the other direction. Mm-hmm. It's, like... It's not great. I
1: also... I do feel like Luciana is just reaching a little too far. Not that she couldn't, but as a 10-year-old, uh huh, she's not going to Mars.
0: She might go to space camp, though.
1: True. Is that what happens?
0: I mean, the only thing I'll say is that, like, that age, like, the American Girl doll age, like, just before puberty is about the age when girls start to drop out of athletics and STEM. Yeah. So it's not the wrong time to be a little overly no. ambitious about your interest in space. No.
1: I, I'm i talking about, like, the canon of American Girl.
0: Sure, 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 sure.
1: It was a lot more like, this is maybe attainable for a 10-year-old. Right. If she's going to space camp, sure, but if she has her Mars habitat, maybe not. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Space Camp <laughs> until the Amazon movie comes out. I mean, there is a Mars Habitat
0: you can purchase for $350. There is, indeed. So. um, I didn't realize that Logan was just being released as a best friend doll. Yeah. He's, like, just secondary to the actual girl, which is, right. like, fine, actually.
1: Yeah, that was his whole thing.
0: I'm, like, a tiny bit disappointed because I thought they were going to, like, have, like, a boy series and i was just interested to see how they make that happen with their brand
1: i'm disappointed in everything about american girl
0: right now (laughs) has this been like the my childhood is ruined moment for you
1: yes i can't wait to call my mom tomorrow and tell her that felicity's been destroyed
0: (laughs) (laughs) i do not like felicity's new look i will be the first to agree with you on that
1: that is some horse shit (laughs) <laughs> now i know
0: why my little paperbacks
1: are valuable
0: uh-huh they
1: don't make exactly. them exactly
0: see we thought this episode was going to be about me on my bullshit <laughs> but really <laughs> 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 whatever can we can we also take a moment to look at the bitty baby series oh yeah that's a thing oh it's awful
1: i don't have as much anger towards bitty baby
0: I think they're terrible. I don't understand why it's happening. It's from child development experts. But, like, why? I would like these child development experts to explain why. Well, because here's the thing, right? Like, any old toy maker can make a series of dolls. Yeah. American Girl is supposed to be, like, a very specific thing. That's fair. And I don't understand how, like, the bitty baby line is helping with that mission. So, I don't know that it's helping with their mission, but,
1: like, when my sister was too young to get a real American Girl doll, she got Uh a bitty baby. So it's more like to get into parents' pockets earlier. Gotcha. And keep them in the funnel.
0: I, I feel like there should be, like, more connection though. Like I get that logic like you have to get them in the pipeline and get girls interested in the brand. Yeah. But like certainly they could have done something besides just making a random line of baby dolls and then selling a washer dryer set to reinforce the patriarchy. <laughs> well, you also get a changing table. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I will be on board with the Biddy Baby line when we start getting pictures of the Logan doll changing the (laughs) Biddy Baby on the changing table.
1: I don't know if that's age appropriate, but
0: sure. (laughs) You wouldn't let, like, an eight-year-old change a diaper? (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Well, this has been quite a time. This has been quite a time. American Girl never uh, fails to be a journey. It sure doesn't.
1: I really thought this was going to be a 40-minute episode, and here we are.
0: Here we are. (laughs) So much later. We both had bullshit to be on. We did! This was, like, peak us. Yes. So,
1: if you want some quality American Girl doll content, watch Melody. Mm Mm-hmm. You can pass on Ivy, but she's fine. And if you want to feel outraged about your childhood, go to AmericanGirlDoll.com. com? <laughs> American I don't know.
0: Yeah. One uh, of those. Americangirl.com. You know, .com. I struggled with Amazon when I back when I quit the podcast and I was trying to watch Ivy and Julie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Part
0: of why I never got around to it is because I kept searching for American Girl Doll movies and it didn't occur to me until... When I successfully watched the movie, that they're in Amazon as American Girl, not American yes. Girl Doll. Yes, yes. But the old branding is, like, so deep in my brain that it never occurred to me. That's tough. Yeah. It happens. To the best of us. <laughs> I don't blame you for thinking it's dolls. Right? It just seemed like it should have been American Girl Doll. But I anyway. Agree.
1: Anyway. Uh, if you have thoughts or feelings about American Girl dolls or you want to tell us which doll you had or wanted to have and didn't get for some reason, please contact us at with us on Twitter, hatewatchwithus at gmail.com, or tell us all about it in a glorious five-star iTunes review.
0: We are also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. And um, I turned into a robot for a second there because um, the words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they have other shows where they um, are more articulate than I am in this moment. Uh, and those shows are things such as Beer with Geeks and Academy Rewind and Supergirl TV Talk, which, like, may or may not be, like, on the air or, like, however TV works. Yep. Um, and they've got other other cool shows, so you should check them all out. And uh, you can find them on Twitter at ThoughtBubbleFM or you can find them on the internet at ThoughtBubble.com. And they also have a Patreon. So hit them up there. You did a good job with that. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time, guys.
0: Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>